1: Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards with the Hosterman team here at Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this morning, we have our MVP guest host, Chris Curry with Brokers Guild Real Estate. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. Today, Chris is going to talk with us about the advantages of house hacking. We also discuss how you can get started in the fix and flip business Chris has years of experience in this arena and there is a lot to learn stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings and a quick disclaimer that citywide home loans and brokers guild real estate are not affiliated entities listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant Chris thanks for being on the show today nice to have you Uh, Talk to us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Are you a native here in Colorado?
0: (laughs) Well, it depends on how long you've lived here when you call yourself a native. But I'm originally from Florida. But I think like 60% of all people in Colorado are... People that have
1: moved in uh, from out of state. At so, least. It yeah. seems like one or two out of ten. <laughs> Dave, who's <laughs> usually on the show with us, he is actually a native. So he's uh, he's one of those rare breeds. I'm from New York. so uh, But I've been out here for 18 years now. I don't know at what point I can call myself a native. I think after a year or two, you can call you yourself a native. A well, and, that's,
0: and that's even one of the things about the Colorado real estate is... People with the housing market changing and everyone getting worried about the crashing market and all the stuff coming down the, you know, in the news is Colorado. We looked all over the country. So I've been in real estate 23 years and had done a lot of different things. And I had a training business for realtors and had sold it. And so I was looking around the entire country from California to Oregon to Washington, like where do I want to start over? Where do yeah. I want to live for the next, you know, 20 years of my life? And every time we kept coming back to the outside of Louisville, Lafayette, mm-hmm. Denver area, and we'd go to look at California, we'd go to Washington, we'd go to Oregon, because I love the ocean. Yep. And we kept coming back here because it's an amazing job market. Yep. So there's so many businesses moving to Denver and the Colorado area. And it's a great four seasons and it's 300 days of sun. And so it's one of the things that back to, you know, you asked me about my experience and wow, out of every area I've looked, Colorado is, in my opinion, the best state to live. And that's why we moved here and we've rolled into real estate pretty hot and heavy
1: here. Well, and the secret got out a couple of decades ago, yep. or yeah, probably a couple of decades ago, right? Early 2000s, people heard about Colorado. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot to do outside, but you had mentioned it the business growth here. There yep. is a lot of job opportunity here. I mean, Boulder's one of the tech hubs, you know, of the country, and Denver is as well. There's tons of jobs here. There's a lot to do outside. There's a lot of reasons to move here. And 300 Days of Sunshine is also one of them. Well,
0: those are the factors that's going to create a stable market. Uh, One of the things that people don't know, and we tell you I do a lot of investing. We've done 120 flips in the last year and a half, uh, is 65% of all the homes in Denver are old and they need to be remodeled. Yeah. So there's just a massive market of people fixing and flipping homes like crazy. And what what's happening is a lot of homeowners are doing it. And they're giving yeah. loans for it. A lot of them don't want to go through the headache and hassle. But you can get a home if you're willing to fix a home up. Like, per example, the home we live in, is worth about 900000 We had to put two 250000 into it, but we bought it for 400 Gs. Right. So I'm sitting I mean, on $300,000 of equity because yeah. I was willing to do some blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. I didn't do the work. Right. I'm not very good at <laughs> physically doing construction, but right. I'm good at the design yep. and understanding the numbers. And there's even like loans, F what is it, the FHA 203? Yep,
1: we've got an FHA 203K, which is a renovation loan, the Fannie Mae Home style loan, and this these are, these are loans where uh, these entities are going to give you funds to actually update and renovate the home as long as the funds go towards actually improving the home itself uh, typically on FHA I think you're maxed at 35,000 uh but on Fannie Mae home style you can get there there really isn't a max it depends on what the after uh, value is so there's a yeah, great programs. yeah that's one
0: of the things that really drives me crazy as a real estate agent Or maybe not a real estate agent because, heck, we're happy to sell you any home you want to buy. But as a... Somebody who works with families. Yep. And I look at like perfect example. There's a home in a home in Aurora that we looked at last week. It was worth five hundred to five and a quarter. Yep. And they were selling it for three fifty. Mm-hmm. And all it needed was conservatively, so on the high side, it needed sixty grand. On the low side, it needed 35, 40 grand. You could have right. done an FHA loan. Need some windows. Right. It needed a roof. Need a new air conditioner yep. and it needed carpet and paint. Yep. Literally 35,000. So you buy that home for 350,000, put in, let's say, 50 grand. Let's say you screw up. Yeah. Yep. You're still 100 grand of equity. But what happens is we see so many families don't want to do the leg work. And I get it. It's yeah. easy to buy, move into the brand new $500,000 home. Everything's perfect. Everything's brand new. You don't think about it. But here's the beauty of this. If you're willing to do some leg work, you can get a killer deal. You can get an extraordinary deal. Yeah. But if you want to fix and flip, the beauty of this is Denver is a hotbed for fixing and flipping. And the average profit on these fix and flips are between 40 and 100 grand. Yeah. Because, peep that 350 to 500 example, you put in 50, even after all expenses, you're gonna make 50 to 60,000. And so, so many people don't think it's obtainable. It's very obtainable if you're willing to do a little work. Because, I mean, here's a simple question. How hard do you have to work in a normal job to make fifty,
1: sixty thousand dollars $60,000? Right? Uh, for a lot of jobs, you have to work there for a year and work 40 hours a week, right? It's a pain in the butt. Yeah. So with the opportunity,
0: Denver, I didn't know it because I'm originally from Florida, and there's not as many older homes in Florida. Okay. so, Okay. you know, the fix and flip market is not as big. You Mm -hmm. have some of it like South Florida, but you don't have like here in Denver. You have sixty five percent of all the homes need to be renovated. Yeah. And it's a massive market. And so many people don't realize the acres of diamonds they're sitting on right here in Denver. And 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 they think, oh, I got to move. I got to go to Arkansas because I can't afford a home here. Yeah. Well, maybe if you put on your thinking cap and worked with someone who was open-minded to
1: help you, you could afford to live here. So, Chris, tell me—you had mentioned the marketplace. What is the market right now? What are, you know? You hear all these different things in the news and the media. I think, especially, uh, talking about the the market, kind of—I don't even know if I want to say kind of—but shifting in a way that it, maybe we're moving away from such an extreme seller's market. Are are you seeing that? And you, what you guys do is a little bit different than the average sort of home, homeowner, right? That's buying and selling their homes. You guys are working with fixed. And flips and stuff like that. But what are you seeing in the marketplace? When you're putting offers on these properties, is it different than when you were putting offers on them a year and a half ago? Well, here's what happens
0: is I think Warren Buffett said it best. Um, when everyone's greedy, be fearful. When everyone's fearful, be greedy. Yeah. And what's yep. happened in this market is everyone's gotten fearful and we are crushing it with deals now because we're we're willing to buy. And so we're able to get like a home that we would have bought at 85% of market value. Now we're getting it at 72 73%. Wow. And yeah. we're still able to Yes, we're not getting the huge premium, but we're not factoring that in anymore. Like right. you know, for right. example, we sold a home uh Sunday down in Aurora and it was only on the market 4 days, but it was Creme de creme. Like yeah. everything was brand new, everything was perfect. And so we're competing against these non perfect homes. It's the beauty of the fix and flip business. Yeah. So we could compete at the same price. So the market value was $550 all the other comps and all the other comparable home sales so this is real estate acronyms, but <laughs> all the other comparable homes we were competing against were normal sellers with crummy kitchens and not nice floors and the dogs have chewed on the you know the yeah. the walls and pissed in the corner yep. and our home was perfect yep and all these other normal sellers were priced at 550 You know, and they, you know, yes, a month ago or not a month, more like 90 days ago, you maybe would have gotten 600 in multiple offers, but the market value was 550. The market value in January was 500. Yeah. It's still 50 grand more than it was in January. Right. Right. So stop crying and, you know, crying (laughs) in your beer is the expression. But we went on the market at five at five thirty five. We had 17 showings and this is in this market. This is September of 2022. Yep. And we sold it over ask.
1: There you go, because you
0: but go. we weren't it was a financial transaction, it wasn't this emotional yes oh my gosh, I lost fifty grand, yes, I wasn't happy selling at fifty grand than I would have sold it ninety days before, sure, but I was still made a great profit, and the crazy part of it now. Is I'm even getting better deals. So I would have bought that home probably 75 or 100 grand cheaper if I yeah. bought it right now.
1: So let me ask you this, Chris. You and I had talked about this before the show. What, somebody's been thinking about fix and flips, right? They've got the idea planted, the seed's been planted in their head, if you will, and they've been thinking about getting into fix and flips. They really want to buy that first home, they want to try that first one out. What advice do you have for them? How can somebody get into this fix and flip? So game? here's the crazy thing about this business.
0: Keep in mind, I've been in real estate 23 years, sold 3,200 homes, ran a huge real estate team in Florida, sold it, and technically started over version 2.0 here in you know Denver. <laughs> I wanted to do something different. And I came out here to do fix and flips, to start doing investing, because it's what I've always wanted to do. Here's the crazy part. There's like this underground world in the fix and flip market. And you have to get into play. You have mm-hmm. to say, I want to do more than one, want to do yeah. more than two. I want to get into this game. And you, if you're on Zillow and you're looking around, you're looking at this crummy house and you're like, there's no way they're going to get 450 Well, what's crazy is they're not going to get 450 if it's worth 500 Yeah. But what happened is a smart investor will come along or someone working with an agent that specializes working with the fix and flip crowd. Yep. They'll make an offer at 350 and the seller will take it. Yeah, and that's the crazy part. List price on crummy homes, homes yeah. you can fix and flip, doesn't matter anymore because none of them are okay. selling at that. So you have these greedy sellers. They're putting the home in the market above the market value. The home's a piece of junk. Yep. Mom and pop families don't want to buy them because yep. they're like, if I'm going to spend five hundred thousand, I want that perfect home with the perfect air conditioner. Totally. Yep. So the crummy homes. They're putting them on the market too high. And they're sitting on the market 60 to 90 days. And then someone comes along and they go. In fact, we saw one the other day, They had fallen out of contract five times. Wow. So they started at 500, then went to 475, then went to 450, then went to four and a quarter, went to 400, finally sold for 350. Yeah. If you're willing to do the work and you work with an agent that's willing to do the work, there is screaming deals on the market right now. And so that's how you get into the game. You got to understand it's a game. And it really becomes who you know. Is someone in the space specializing, working with investors? Are they using their own money with well,
1: investors? Well, that's sort of where I was going to go with this, Chris. So that's all well and good. But where are they going to get the money to buy this house? Are you buying? Is it, are you getting it at 350 because you're paying cash for it? Or are you still financing it? And if so, how much do you need to put down on those? So a lot of these homes, like the first example
0: I used in uh, Aurora, you could have bought that conventional 5% down. Yeah. And yes, you would have had to had the 20, 25 grand cash to do the remodel or you buy the home with 5% down. You go in there, you get a credit card with Home Depot, Mm -hmm. you put in eight to 10 grand, repainting it, redoing the carpet, getting it clean. Yep. Okay. Because so many people, these crummy homes, they don't live well, clean it, get it refinanced. And then do the and you could easily do a home do this. equity
1: line of credit, do a cash out refinance at that point, get your hands on the cash, and put a, put the rest of that money People into it. People forget that real estate is emotional, very much so. So the home yeah. my wife and I bought, it was
0: terrible, like. Terrible! Like literally, mice ran away when I walked in the house. (laughs) It was atrocious. In fact, my wife doesn't look at my these houses with me because she can't because it's so bad. I can see that. I can see that. Like literally, I've walked into homes and I've sat down on a chair and brushed off mouse poop and negotiated an offer. Yeah. So if you're an appraiser and you're walking into that house, you're gonna lowball that appraisal so low. Yeah. But when you empty the house and you clean it out and you put a new carpet and a coat of paint, it will jump your appraisal 10 to 20% because people don't want to admit it. It's emotional.
1: So are you saying put lipstick on a pig here? Well, here's a big
0: key. You used to be able to flip a home with lipstick on a pig. Now, with more competition, you can't. So
1: if you're gonna get into that pig all the way up. If you're
0: you're gonna be a real estate flipper in, in today's market, you have to fix it upright. In fact, one of the reasons our investments sell so well is people can walk in and they know the quality's there. You know, the trim is done right and the carpet is a little higher end. So we're able to get a premium sale. In fact, another investor, that $5.50 we talked about in Aurora, we sold that. Another investor did lipstick on a pig and they sold it for four seventy five. I got $57,000 go. $57, more money because we didn't do a crummy job in the remodel. But if you're just trying to get a home equity line of credit to put more than lipstick on a pig, you put lipstick on a pig. You refinance it or do a cash-out refi, and then you're sitting in this home with 100000 $150,000 of
1: equity. You can yep. sell it in two years. That money is tax-free, yep. and you can do it again. And that's a great point there, right, Chris? And, and I want to dive into that after this one thought here, but uh, we're going to talk about some of the tax strategies here because there are, for investors, some real tax strategies that you can take advantage of as well. Uh, you are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio 1600. Check out past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com. For mortgage information and questions, give us a call at 303-921-5747. If you'd like to get in touch with Chris Curry to discuss buying or selling your next home or talk to him about fix and flips, Chris, what is the best phone number for you?
0: Uh, 720-759-5959.
1: So... You had just mentioned it, Chris. You can buy a home, put a bunch of money into it, fix it up, live there for, what, two years? Yeah, you have to live and there two years. And then you go and sell it, and there aren't any tax consequences. Is that right? It's tax-free. If you live there for 12 months,
0: it cuts your tax consequences down to 15%. Okay. So on your profits you'd pay fifteen percent. So let's say you only want to live there twelve months. You right. want to roll this train, you make a hundred grand, you pay fifteen thousand taxes, go to right. another one, go to another one. Right. It's the the real estate game, and the reason I say it's a real estate game is it it's coming out here, keep in mind I've been a real estate agent, a real estate team leader for years, sold thousands of homes, we had a huge you know, infrastructure, we had twenty five agents working under us. And I didn't understand the investment game. I'd right. buy and sell a bunch of properties but never did flips at scale. Yeah. I come out here and I get started. I'm like, I'm doing this thing. And I realize it's a game. Like it's really who, you know, and people get ticked about that, Yeah, but it's who, you know, it's the experience of who, you know, it's how to find the crews. Like my first contractor that I hired took me for $55,000. Yeah. You know, I had some, uh, you know, a family emergency and he kept telling me this job's getting done. I couldn't go buy it. He took me for 55 grand. Yeah. Now that doesn't happen because we put the (laughs) systems and infrastructure in place. So here's the most important thing you need to know. And I don't care if someone wants to work with me or somebody else. If you're going to want to buy a fix and flip, if you're wanting to get into flipping your own personal home, the one to two year windows work with an agent that knows what they're doing. Work with someone that has done You know, are you doing your own fix and flips? How many have you done? Do you have one right now? Can I walk through one you've remodeled? Can you show me the systems and how to track the expenses? Do you have a list of contractors? What's your spreadsheets for tracking all this? So many people want to claim they're great at doing it. Have them put their money where their mouth exactly.
1: is. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's great advice. Now, what about uh, from another tax strategy? 1031 exchange. Have you gotten into that at all? Have you done that much is, there? That's a whole nother woo-woo level. So here's here's what I mean by that. People ask me all the time,
0: Chris, do you sell commercial? Chris, do you do leases? Chris, do you do this? No. I do one thing and one thing really well. Yep. I buy and sell crummy homes. Yep. And I work with other people that want to turn a turd into a beautiful diamond. Yep. And that's what we do. So I don't 1031. That's if you're getting into big commercial stuff or you're holding it long term. I love the cash flow. I love taking a turd and turning into a diamond. T- it's 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 fun. It's-
1: and, and for our for our audience, if you're not familiar with the ter- term of 1031 exchange, it's it's basically a tax. I don't know if I want to say tax loophole, but it's a tax strategy. It's a beautiful loophole. Uh, that the IRS is well aware of. They they created it, and it's and it's completely legal. But you basically you can take a property, a residential, a commercial, it, as long as it's an investment property or being used as an investment property, and you can uh, basically purchase a new home. You can sell it without any tax consequences, purchase a new property as, well, as long as it, and there's guidelines you want to know. You move the profit from one asset to another exactly. asset and, and you can do it without tax-free, without any tax consequences. Now, talk to your CPA about it. I'm not a CPA. I should probably throw that disclaimer out there. But it could be a very good strategy for the right investor, depending on what it is you're trying to do and accomplish. And so that's more of a long-term it game, is, not the it, fix and flip when game. When you're
0: playing a bigger level. So let's yep. say you've built you know a million dollars cash two million dollars cash doing six seven eight ten flips okay and you've gotten the ball going you've done your personal flip and now you want to start doing some buy and hold that is where the 1031 comes into play so you buy that home at 70 percent of market value fix it up refinance it at 80 percent have none of your cash into it and you sell it in two years you don't want to pay that 20 percent capital gains you can easily do a 1031 and that's what it's used for. It's used for it's used all the time. It's used by a very tiny part of the yeah. marketplace is that. But let me tell you a better advantage that's played for taxes. If you can work enough in the real estate business to consider yourself a real estate professional. All of a sudden, the write-offs explode. You can write off your cell phone. You can write off your car. You can write off your gas. You can write off your restaurant. And again, I'm not a CPA here. But all of a sudden, you can get a twenty dollars to $50,000 a year tax benefit for because you're, a, you're not a real estate agent. You're not a realtor. You're a real estate professional. Here's the crazy thing yeah. about the world. The real estate industry writes a lot of the tax codes. And there is more
1: loopholes for real estate investors than any other I would say the IRS is pretty friendly when it comes to real estate, (laughs) for sure. Uh, Chris, this is part of the show. We're going to do some hot listings. Um, I've got a couple of good ones, and I know you've got one that you just sold. You may want to chat about that and maybe some stuff that you've got coming up. Um, uh, First one here is Mark Ivner with Metro Brokers. And this is is a beautiful property. I saw the pictures on this one. 5376 Pinion J Road. And this is in Parker. uh, Listed at one2 2 million. It is over 5,000 square feet, four bed, four bath home, positioned in the prize second filing of the exclusive Timbers with one of the highest most private lots in the area. Beautifully updated home, nestled in dozens of old growth pines and giant greenbelt. If you'd like some more information on this property, reach out to Mark Eibner at 720-724-8001 and I've got another one here, Juan Cosme with Brokers Guild Real Estate uh, this is a great property too. 4126 South Dale Court in Englewood on the market at 499,900, just under 2000 square feet. Uh, four bed, two bath. Come check out this spacious and beautiful ranch home. Uh, if you'd like some more information on this property, reach out to Juan at 303-523-9044. Uh Chris, tell us about like your most recent fix and flip that you did. The most recent
0: fix and flip we did is we bought a little condo down in Aurora. Um, we this one was nice lipstick on a pig. We did paint, <laughs> carpet, uh, closed off some drywall, painted it, uh, painted the cabinets in the uh, kitchen. Bought it for one hundred and thirteen thousand and resold it for
1: two ten. Did you paint them white? Painted gray. Everybody likes to paint stuff white. (laughs) You notice that? Um, So, uh, folks, I mean, I think the point here is that there is some real strategy. And Chris Chris has been in real estate for years. He'd sort of toyed with this a little bit. But until he moved out to Colorado, he didn't really jump into the fix and flip game, so to speak. But having listened to you, Chris, for the last 20 minutes or so, I feel more like I could jump into the game here. Are you seeing that more people like first-timers, let's say not first-time homebuyers, but first-time fix-and-flippers are in the market here in Colorado? Well, here's the beauty of it right now is a family can compete in the
0: fix-and-flip game right now. So many people have gotten fearful that all the other investors that have to make a $50,000 spread immediately, they're like, I'm not going to touch this house unless I make fifty grand." Yep. You as a family can compete now. You couldn't compete more. So you can come into that home like we talked earlier about the example of the home worth 500 and 350 and it needs carpet paint. You can compete on that. You could buy that home if you can take off the blinders or take off the sunglasses and realize, hey – I could live here, I could do a little work, and I could make a hundred grand tax free. And it's not that complicated. Yep. So, so many people think it's here's the biggest thing. You know how they always say knowledge is power? Yep. If you know what you're doing and you can see a template of what it's been done, it's not that hard. And we've done over 120, we have many templates where we could show you
1: how to do it here in Denver. So I love the strategy. So to get started, it sounds to me like you're saying one of the best ways to get started is to actually live in the property. Buy the yep. property as your primary yep. residence. Put as little down as you probably yep. can, right? Yep. Use what's left in your pocket yep. to fix it up. Maybe do a home equity line of credit or a cash out refinance. You, you can, can even go to
0: Home Depot and get a credit card. go into the Home Depot.
1: Home Depot has these project loans yes. or credit cards and stuff like that to put the money into it, uh, get another appraisal. So I love that as a starting strategy here's the other thing that we talked about before we started the show today chris and that is house hacking and we've got just a couple minutes before the end of the show but i think this this really falls in tune to what you were just talking about in terms of living in a property you can actually purchase a home up to four units uh, with through fha va conventional um, and as long as you live in one of the units for one year you can rent out the other units and then you can move after a year right you can get the amazing.
0: So here's the secret we all know. There is amazing loans for families. So if you're an investor or you're buying a commercial building, you got to put 20% down. It's way harder. Investor loan, it's tough. But as a family, you can put 5% down. And there's even Bank of America, they haven't came to here yet, but there's
1: 0% down on different options. We do a Bank of America now. There's a few locations now. Will they do yep. zero? Will they do near? I, I, the word on the street is that they do have a zero down program. I just don't know the details behind it. And that's the beauty
0: of real estate.
1: It's well, dem- you could do like a, even a Chaffa down payment assistance Boom. program, right? Yeah. Chaffa will allow you to come in. Uh, they're going to give you the money to cover the down payment. You might need to come up with some money for closing costs. Uh, Metro DPA is another one. There are programs out there that essentially make it a zero down home purchase. So let me give you an example of a home that's a house hack. So we had a home in Thornton that it was a
0: two-bedroom uh, downstairs, two-bedroom upstairs, bathroom up, bathroom down, and room for a kitchen downstairs. So we went in there and put, and it was zoned for this, so it was zoned for ADU, which is Accessory Dwelling Unit. So we took this house, we put a kitchen downstairs, super simple little kitchen, remodeled it, sold it to someone as a house hack. Yeah. She's able to rent out the upstairs to a nurse or there's there's this big again community of people who rent for three to six months, traveling yep. nurses, traveling nurses, executives. And, yep. She's able to cover her payment and make five hundred dollars a month and live for free in Denver in a brand new remodeled home, two bedroom, one bath, brand new kitchen. Everything's perfect. That that unit that she's living in for free would cost her two grand, and it's appreciating. That's what a house hack does.
1: It, it, and that's what a house hack does, and that's where I was going with this, Chris. So for our audience, if you're not familiar with the term house hacking, it is, it is quite literally taking a house and renting out livable spaces within yep. the house, right? But the beauty
0: it, of this one was the door, we set it up where the door was completely separate. Yes. You would never see your tenant.
1: Yeah. You're not going to yeah.
0: talk to them. You're not going to hear them. You're not yeah. going to interact with them. So it's not them. like
1: renting another room on the same floor. No. You're renting another part of the house it's and like you'll like never buying see a duplex them, right? without having to buy a duplex. I've heard of people uh, taking their garage. And turning it into a unit in the yep. garage, right? Yep. Uh, their basement, maybe finishing their basement, and like you said, create another door, another entryway. So, because nobody uh, wants your tenant coming through your living you room, don't wanna, you don't want to You don't want to share space <laughs> with them if you don't have no. to, right? So why They're not, not in live... college anymore? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so
0: why not live for free, make five hundred dollars a month, get an appreciating asset, sell it in two years, make fifty to seventy five thousand tax free. That's a house hack, and that's the beauty of the real estate game,
1: Chris tons and tons of good advice here and it's only a 30 minute show imagine what we could do on an hour-long show you know um but very 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 good stuff today folks if you uh if you're thinking about house hacking if you're thinking about getting into the fix and flip game i highly recommend that you reach out to chris curry with brokers guild real estate chris again what's the best phone number for you if somebody wants to get in touch uh 720-759-5959 any last words of advice for us chris The real estate business
0: right now is the best time to get in. So historically when things slow down, historically when a recession is, there's more billionaires created in the real estate business than any other business. And so, so many people are fearful. This is the time to get into it because this is the opportunity where now you can compete. Now you can get a better deal. And now you can lock in a ton of equity that when the market comes back, because it's going to come back in two to three years, they're going to drop rates. Once we're through this recession, you're going to refinance out and be sitting on an immense amount of wealth.
1: Chris Curry, thanks so much for joining us today. Again, folks, if you'd like to get in touch with Chris, 720-759-5959. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing for your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give us a call at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Radio 1600 every Saturday at 7 a.m. You can find past episodes on our podcast at 1043thefan.com.